You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm your host, Cody Schultz, and today I'm joined by Netflix Life editor and co-host of the CW podcast, Reed Gowdens. Reed, welcome back to the, the podcast for another exciting episode. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, I feel like this month we actually have a lot of really good shows. It's been like quiet these last couple, like very crickets on Netflix front. A few big hits here and there, but I feel like May's really kicking off what's promising to be a big, big month for Netflix. I would agree with you. Um, so like I said, May's going to kick us off. I think it's probably going to be like the precursor. I consider May like the first month of summer, and I really feel like they're kicking things off really big this year. Um, so before we get into our top picks for the month, Here's a quick breakdown of everything coming to Netflix on the original show and movie front across the month of May. So we've got A Perfect Pairing, Along for the Ride, Bling Empire Season 2, Blood Sisters, The Circle Season 4, Clark, Cyber Hell, Exposing an Internet Horror, The G Word with Adam Conover, The Getaway King, Hold Your Breath, The Ice Dive, Larva Pendant, The Lincoln Lawyer, Love, Death, and Robots Volume 3, Love on the Spectrum, Marmaduke, Meltdown, Three Mile Island, Operation Mincemeat, Our Father, The Pentaverse, The Photographer, Murder and Pinoir, uh, Savage Beauty, Senior Year, Somebody Feed Phil, Season 5, Stranger Things, Season 4, Volume 1, The Takedown, Welcome to Eden, Who Killed Sarah, Season 3, Wild Babies, and Workin' Mom, Season 6. That's quite the list. I feel like there's definitely one in that mix that we will be talking about a lot this episode, and that's, of course, Stranger Things. It's been 84 years since we've had the last <laughs> season of that one. <laughs> uh, but I have to say, I want to start by talking about some of this month's movies, because there's a lot of good movies coming to Netflix in May on the original front. Uh, I think the first one that kind of stands out is a perfect pairing, which I know we're both excited for. Um, so that one comes Thursday, May 8th, May 19th, which I'm still puzzled by these random like Wednesday, Thursday releases. Still, I'm so used to like things dropping on Fridays. Yeah, it's so weird. Like they're starting to get me accustomed to Wednesday releases, but I'm like, this is a Thursday. What's up, Netflix? I don't get it. Yeah, usually Thursday is like a documentary day. So it's weird that they're putting a whole movie on on a Thursday. Yeah, so for people who aren't familiar with this one, it stars Victoria Justice and Adam Demos, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Um, it's about basically a land of a large, um, 
to land a major client, a hard-driving L.A. wine executive, played by Victoria Justice, has to travel to Australia, um, where she ends up working as a ranch hand and sparking a rugged local um, who's played by Adam, which this just feels like a perfect like rom-com for Netflix. Like It's right in the mix there. I feel like it's going to be one of those favorites that people kind of gravitate towards, kind of in the same vein as like the To All the Boys franchises and that. I'm, I won't compare it to some other recent <laughs> ones that we know it's just like. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to know exactly what happens in this, but it's not going to stop us from watching. Like It's going to be cheesy, romantic, and that's exactly what we want, especially going into summer. I feel like it's the perfect time for those feel-good movies. Yeah, and I feel like Netflix really... No one else other than Hallmark was doing those, and they're like, wait a minute, like we can do these too. And they really started doing that with like Tall the Boys and The Kissing Booth and all these others, in addition to the, you know, the standalones. And I love that we're getting those. It's like, yeah, it might be predictable, but sometimes predictability is nice. Just knowing you can go in get like a lighthearted, happy tale. Like you're not in for doom and gloom for 90 minutes to, an, you know, two hours, whatever these movies end up being. And I like that. And I like that Netflix is kind of cornering that market too, with some of these, especially the young adult kind of stories. And I'm here for Victoria Justice having um, her own like cinematic universe on Netflix. Like it's about time, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I what was the one that she was in. I'm blanking on the name where she played like the ghost. Oh, that's right, the af- afterlife of the party. Yes, that one. I'm like, I love that one until the ending. So I'm hoping this one has a little bit better ending. Yeah, the ending was <laughs> was strange <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> Yeah, but I really, she's one of those actresses I like that Netflix is kind of returning to. I feel like Netflix is building up its staple of actresses that it kind of turns to. There for a while, we were like seeing Noah Centineo was like the only recurring person in like these kind of movies. And now we've seen it with like Vanessa Hudgens done a bunch with Netflix. Now we've got another Victoria Justice movie. Um, I kind of like that they're building up their own kind of staple of go to stars. Has nothing to do with May. But um, we have Lindsay Lohan to look forward to this year. <laughs> I am ready for Lindsay Lohan's redemption arc here at Netflix. I am so ready for this. Oh, I'm ready. I've been ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lindsay Lohan, like, she literally was, like, for those of us growing up in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, like, she was everywhere. Like, she was the queen icon, like, in teen movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so, I was convinced as a child <laughs> that Lindsay Lohan was too people there for a while thanks to the parent trap. I mean, has it been confirmed yet? <laughs> <laughs> But she really was, I mean, I look back and so many of her movies, I mean, well, of course, Mean Girls, we all know, I've talked about that one on the podcast countless times before, but I mean, just so many other ones, Freaky Friday, um, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, I mean, she put out so many great movies during like her early years, um, and then kind of had like that rough patch where people kind of wrote her off, and so I'm, I'm ready for Netflix to kind of step in, give her this chance to come back into the fold and kill it with some new movies. Can't wait to talk about her during the holidays, <laughs> something to look forward to. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I feel like holiday movies are such a good way to bring actresses and actors into the Netflix fold, like the franchise that they've built with these Netflix movies. Although we still are waiting for like the ultimate crossover. Like we've had little tie ins with all the Netflix shared universe stuff. I'm like still waiting for that Princess Switch, uh, Princess Switch, Christmas Prince. There's too many like (laughs) words there that go together crossover. And we know that, uh, you know, the cast is interested in doing another movie. So who knows what that might happen there. Uh, but speaking of romantic teen, you know, movies coming to Netflix, we also have Along the, for the Ride, which this one's an adaptation of a, a novel by uh, Sarah Dressen for the same name. Um, 
it comes May, May 6th, which is a Friday. So I'm actually down for this Friday release. Um, and it's basically the summer before college, Auden meets the mysterious Eli, a fellow insomniac. And while the seaside cape, uh, the seaside town of Colby sleeps, the two embark on nightly quest to help Auden experience the fun, carefree teen life she never knew she wanted. Um, I'm very curious to see how this one comes together. I don't know if this was a Netflix acquisition or an, like an original one. I'm hoping it was one that Netflix has been involved with just because he's all that was an acquisition. <laughs> we know how that went. But this one has a lot of promise. Yeah, it looks really cute. And it seems like they're trying to, after all of these like franchises have sort of ended, they're trying to... I don't, I don't want to say that this is going to be a franchise, but they need their next... like big teen hit and this could definitely be it yeah i agree i feel like this one it's it's interesting this is one that got shuffled around a little bit it was originally supposed to drop sometime in april i can't remember the exact date but they moved it back to may almost kick-starting what's going to be like their summer movie slate i feel like um because we really see that start to amp up in may we know they just dropped a list of all of the summer movies coming and there's dozens of, of different movies that'll be dropping across the upcoming months um but I'm curious to see, like, if there was a particular reason, like, if it's just they wanted to set it up with a better audience, put some space in between it and maybe Heartstopper. Um, I'm just curious by the date the change there, but I think it's going to be a hit when it does drop. Yeah, I'm going to be optimistic and say that they moved it because they have confidence in it. Yeah, I'll, same. I'll go with I feel that. like it. <laughs> I feel like if they didn't have confidence, they would have just like dropped it out there quietly, let it be like they're they moved it for a reason. Um, and they are pushing this one pretty heavily, like giving it some solid promotion. So I feel like they're confident and hoping that it's a win for them. Um, I feel like bringing kind of the trilogy of movies to a close. There's some other movies and, and documentaries that will be dropping, but I feel like the other big one coming this this month, the senior year which drops Friday, May 13th. It's got a really stacked cast. It's led, of course, by Rebel Wilson, but we've also got Sam Richardson, Justin Hartley, Chris Parnell, Mary Holland, and so many more actresses in there. I think I even saw, like, Alicia Silverstone is in the cast list, which I didn't realize until I was reading it back. Um, This one definitely seems, like, probably the most lighthearted of the ones in terms of, like, leaning into the comedy. It is a comedy. Um, It stars Rebel Wilson as a cheerleader who basically falls off of, like, a pyramid in high school, and then wakes up 20 years later um, as a 37-year-old and kind of just wants to return to high school and regain her status as the prom queen that, you know, eluded her because she's been stuck in a coma. It seems like a concept that I don't know if it would have worked without, like, a good lead in, like, the the role there, which Rebel Wilson, I, I love Rebel Wilson. Uh, I'm so glad she's finally working with uh, with Netflix on something big. Yeah, that sounds like the perfect role for Rebel Wilson. And it feels like we haven't seen her in a while. Like she hasn't been in a, like a, the lead of a comedy in a while. I don't know. I just feel like I haven't seen her. And I feel like for a while I was like, she was in everything. Um, but I'm excited to see her back in a comedy. Like no one makes you laugh like Rebel Wilson. Like she, physical comedy, all of it. I'm sure that's what we're in for with this movie. And the like never been kissed angle where it's like she's regressing to high school sounds like so <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's like kind of been more in like TV roles, like like in hosting duties, because I know she hosted like Pooch Perfect on ABC. She hosted some Amazon show, like The Last Laugh or something like that, where it was like a bunch of comedians in a room. Um, but we haven't really seen her in a big comedy for a hot minute. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. I'm all down for like rebel wilson because you're right like there was one year we got like the movie with anne hathaway and then she had a second movie released almost within like a few months of an um one another and then it's like 
she kind of took a break from acting, it seemed like, and was focusing on some other projects, which I loved following, and I'm just excited to see this one. Um, I think it's definitely going to be the... F I, I also have to say, like, Justin Hartley's involvement probably doesn't hurt the film, because I, mm -hmm. I love him from This Is Us, and, and that um, should be fun to see him tap into the, you know, comedic side again, which they do a good job of with This Is Us, too, but, you know, full comedy is definitely different than the drama that is This Is Us. He was so good in um, A Bad Mom's Christmas. He was yes. so funny in that. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those ones, like, those actors who I just feel like has a good comedic tom like timing when they do the roles, because, like, on Smallville... He, of course, played Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow, and kind of had, like, that that humor, and they kind of leaned into it a little bit more. And so I'm glad that they're going to give him the chance. I'm curious to see um, how it shakes up. But, yeah, this one I feel like is a, a, good, a good release for Netflix. And it also is part of a really busy day. I didn't realize how crazy May 13th was going to be until I started, like, putting the prep together for this episode. Because also on May 13th, we've got Senior Year, we've got The Lincoln Lawyer, and we've got Bling Empire Season 2. So it's a lot of content coming our way on a Friday the 13th. I'm kind of shocked there's not a horror like movie or something in there just because it is a Friday the 13th. Oh, true. Um, but I guess, I don't know, maybe marketing miss there. But Bling Empire Season 2, I, I, didn't, I haven't watched the first season. I'm bad with reality shows. Yeah, I didn't really connect with Netflix's reality shows. I tried selling Sunset. Didn't do it for me. I'm happy for everybody that enjoys it, but... Yeah, I kind of, I tend to stay away from reality TV shows. <laughs> yeah, this one, I I remember when we started talking about it when its first season dropped last year. I mean, it got a lot of good buzz, and of course, that's why it's coming back for a second season. I just, I'm so bad with watching, like, realities. I never kept up with the Kardashians. I, I you know, when it comes to reality, it's usually, like, competition shows and baking shows. It's like, that's my reality lane. Um, but I know fans are going to be excited. That's definitely going to be one to watch. It adds some variety to the mix, of course. We've got a lot of good movies. We've got some good dramas, and that'll be, I feel like, the reality hit. Um, but we also have another reality hit coming this month, which I am excited for, which is The Circle Season 4. Um, premieres May 4th, with new episodes dropping weekly. Um, this year, I don't know if we did it in past years, but this year the finale is actually going to be on its own unique day. So we've got new episodes every Wednesday across the month of May, leading up to May 25th, which I feel like is... A good thing I like that Netflix has done this with their reality shows. It kind of spaces it out, gives people something to look forward to. Having seen the season, I can say it's definitely a wild ride. Um, and they tee those episodes up perfectly to where you're like, I need to watch the next episode. Those weeks between are going to be so long. I'm happy for you. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your show is back because for those listening, Cody has been pining for the next season of the circle and it's all him i'm happy for you <laughs> yeah this one i feel like this is one of my favorite netflix shows just in general but definitely among their reality offerings um i always describe it as like big brother meets catfish Makes, but there's yeah. i mean it it's just such a fun show like it's it's 13 episodes so easy to binge um i love the host like just the banter like talking over you know giving like the monologues when the contestants are in their like little individual rooms and um this season's definitely wild but yeah it's one i've been waiting like i kept like okay maybe it'll come in april maybe it'll come in march and <laughs> finally we got it in may and i just like did a happy dance <laughs> circle send message hashtag let's go <laughs> yeah that's the only problem with this show is I watch it and then I want to like talk my messages. I'm like, let me just get on all like talk it out. Like, 
when they have to describe the emojis is always the most like funny thing like hearing how different people describe the different emojis to type in the chat um yeah i'm obsessed with the show truly so definitely give it a watch it starts may 4th first four, four episodes of season four drop that day and it's going to be a wild and insane ride also dropping may 13th is a new netflix show the lincoln lawyer which it's based on the same books that the Matthew McConaughey movie was based on, which is a, a series of novels by Michael Conley. This first season's actually based on the second book, which I didn't know until I like started digging into this a little bit, which is called The Brass Verdict. Um, basically, it follows a lawyer called Mickey Holler who works like out of his Lincoln. Like he prefers to like do things on the, on the edge. Like he's got a driver and he works his cases in the car. That's like how like the baseline description is, but it's so much more than that. Um, it really is just like a fun law show. Um, it's funny, Maddie, our, our Netflix life editor, um, she called it like USA kind of vibes, like classic UA, USA shows. And I couldn't agree more. Like that's the vibe I pick up like that. Those days of like suits and, and private, you know, not private practice. That was ABC. Um, <laughs> white collar and all like those hits covert affairs like it really does give off that vibe and i love it it's different for netflix which i like yeah that was i don't i don't even think i've seen a trailer but when the the pictures first dropped i was like something about this is definitely giving like a summer usa network show and i was like that's something that netflix hasn't really done and something that i've been missing because like when i think back to like 10 maybe more than 10 years now like just watching like Royal Pains marathons in the summer when I was in high school was like some of the best memories. Cause it's like fun, mindless TV. And we don't really have a lot of that. Cause it feels like a lot of Netflix dramas and limited series. They're so heavy and like dark. And I'm not sure like what kind of stories the show's going to tell, but I'm excited to watch it and get those old USA feels. And also Nev Campbell is one of my favorites and I'm excited to watch her. Yeah, it's, it really is just like a, it's different for Netflix. Like it's definitely not something we've seen, but I like that. I, I love those USA shows. I kind of, I was so bummed when they started to move away from like their original scripted stuff. Um, Cause I, I love like White Collar is one that I always come back to. I really enjoyed like that I one. I love White Collar. <laughs> it was so good. I, I'm like, I know they talked about doing a reboot, but I just don't see that happening now. No, the end was perfect. Um, yeah. It's like some movie, it's some shows. It's like when you have a perfect ending, you don't need to revisit it. But then there's also that person inside me. I'm like, oh, I'd love this cast so much that I wouldn't mind seeing them back. I mean, maybe um, like with Psych, they could do movies. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. If the story was good. I mean, I don't want another like show case of the week style. No, I don't think that needs to happen. Yeah. That's the fun thing too with Lincoln Lawyer is it's got, it's a law show. So of course we've got our cases and they kind of do a perfect job of blending a case of the week kind of format it's not like straight up front where like it's very formatted in terms of like you know like the law and orders they have like their format they get in and out tell the case boom move on um how they work the different cases in is definitely unique and then we've got the the kind of overarching story for the full season which is a murder trial and it's kind of like uncovering it and seeing like you're questioning all the time like is this person guilty are they not like how is it going to go and i like that and like I, i'm just a sucker for a legal show and so I, I've needed a show to kind of fill that void after how I, you know, how to go with murder end it, how for the people end it. Um, I've been waiting for the show to kind of fill that niche. Yeah, I'm happy that you got your law show too. <laughs> Netflix is giving you so much this month, Cody. <laughs> it really is. I am winning this month because in addition to 
new season of The Circle, this amazing new show in The Lincoln Lawyer. We also have Stranger Things season four, volume one, which we literally have been waiting forever for. Um, it's been over three years, I believe, since the last season dropped. We finally get the first batch of episodes on Friday, May 27th, which is Memorial Day weekend, which is a perfect timing for it. Um, I think what's most curious is we don't yet know how many episodes we're going to get with this first drop. We're kind of anticipating it's got to be four or five probably, but we haven't got full confirmation. We also know these episodes are going to be super long, which I think is going to be kind of a nice handoff for like if we do only get four, four episodes, but if they're all an hour length, that's definitely going to give fans plenty to enjoy. You know how I feel about long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a con for me, but again, the, my theme this episode is I'm happy for the fans. Like I personally, I will be the first to admit I have not watched Stranger Things yet, but I will. I'm going to binge it and prep for season four. Um, so I'm hoping selfishly the episodes aren't too long because <laughs> this new trend of like over an hour long episodes, it, it's not my favorite thing. I'll say that. But it could work in the favor of Stranger Things fans who have been waiting for ever. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the key thing with Stranger Things is because there's been such a long wait, like fans are so ready for the episodes. It's almost I, I feel like we've had conversations uh, about how it's like, why don't you just break the episodes up into like multiple episodes instead of like doing, you know, an, an 90-minute episode do two that are like 45 minutes in that and call it you know then it feels like people are getting more so i guess it's kind of a trade-off like if the people saw like oh i'm getting seven 45 minute episodes instead of four you know 90 minute or however long these end up being um it's kind of like a trade-off it just feels different i'm curious to see how they break it up i feel like if they are going with these longer episodes and keeping them contained to that like the storyline i'm hoping they keep tight and that it moves nicely because i feel like that sometimes can be where you lose traction with these long episodes is it's like oh we have a longer time so we can just throw in all these things that don't really need to be there and so i'll be curious to see how it's paced out but they do have the benefit of this is kind of the first time where we've got all the characters are split like they're not in like the same location we've kind of got people all spaced out and i know that's something that they're leaning into with like the log line of how this is really the first time that Everyone is kind of out on their own. Everyone's not just in the Hawkins bubble. And so I'll be curious to see. I know it's going to be, it's going to skyrocket right to number one when it drops. It'll be there before then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm wondering though, if there's, if they worked toward this, like splitting it in two halves. So like, will the end of season four be like, like a cliffhanger? Um, well, I guess maybe every episode could have its own like unanswered questions that want, will make you want to watch the next episode. But I'm wondering if it'll be like a satisfying conclusion, like a natural like break or if it'll just be like, okay, well, why can't we watch the next episode? <laughs> I kind of wish to, I don't know how other people feel about this, but I feel like they could have gotten away with dropping this season weekly and given the fans like a longer period of time with the show instead of just like dropping it twice and then ghosting us again for three years, maybe hopefully not. <laughs> I, see, I'm a fan of weekly releases. I, I like, well, just as a writer, it gives us a lot more time to digest things and not have to like scatter to come up with a bunch of things covering a full season. But it also just, I don't know, it, it's easier to keep up with things with fellow fans. Um, like with the Marvel releases, we all know we're watching like the new episodes when they drop on Wednesday. So you can head to Twitter or, you know, wherever social media platform you like, and you can see like other people interacting with the episodes 
with binge watches, people start them at different times. You've got some who they literally dive in like that 3 a.m. you know time or whatever time zone they're in. They start as soon as it drops. And so they're binging in the middle of the night. Some people wait and don't watch it until the weekend. And you never really know. So it's not that same effect where when you do the weekly, it becomes more like appointment TV. And with all the struggles Netflix is going on right now, I, like, I feel like they should that. be looking <laughs> at new ways to keep people having to stick around longer because... If you know the episodes are going to drop weekly, you've got to either make the choice of, okay, I cancel my subscription and resubscribe once the season's over. But you know all of those spoilers are going to be out there just waiting around the corner for you. And so it's like if you have that weekly release, it's like I have to keep my subscription so I can catch the new episode every single week. If there was any time for Netflix to try something new, I think right now in this current moment, which we don't have to recap, I'm sure people know what's happening. <laughs> And also do it with your biggest show. Like that's the risk you have to take is with your, you, like you can't do it with some like random new show. Like no one's going to give a crap. You have to do it with Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it definitely, they, there'd be pushback like to start. Like fans are good, of course, if they were to do that with this season, they would have been on an uproar just like you waited us, you know, made us wait more than three years. And now we have to wait weekly for new episodes. But, you know, they would have been tuning in each week, like because they want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, come on, like the Venn diagram of like Stranger Things fans and Marvel fans, like you're watching, I know you're all watching the Marvel shows weekly. And if not, just wait four weeks and watch them all at once and just mute Stranger Things on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll be curious. I mean, I feel like Netflix is entering like a unique territory, like heading into like even this year and beyond. And so knowing that season five is already in the works, it's going to be its last season. I'm like, could they try something next year? We also have like the whole talk about like, the ads and the password stuff so there's so much going on that's it's, it's kind of hard to figure out what they could do but i feel like if there's ever a time to test something like that stranger things is your go-to show to do it with or bridgerton yeah or even like if they're not going to do it obviously they're not doing it now but like do it in july let it go out with a bang until we have to wait the, the fans are going to complain about it waiting in again so <laughs> might as well <laughs> give them more i don't know yeah, I feel like that's the nice thing with weekly releases is it makes even when you have a small season, it's spaced out because you have to wait and catch those episodes weekly. So it's like you're not just getting it. OK, here's a week. Now you have to wait however many years until the next season. You watch it over the course of seven, eight, however many episodes it is. And it just makes it feel like a longer experience. Like it's you're processing every week, like you're talking about the spoilers. Like I look at Moon Knight and like every week people are like digesting the new episode and then it's like talking like the hype builds for the next episode and i feel like stranger things would be that show that people would be so buzzed on on twitter they'd be like trying to break down figuring out what the cliffhangers meant and you could also even start sneaking in like those end credit scenes that everyone talked about with marvel yeah and we saw with euphoria every week there was a new meme that was only eight weeks but it felt like it felt like that show was on for a year so i feel like they're really missing something in building discourse in they should be aiming for meme moments and it's hard to do that when you're dropping multiple episodes at once because not yeah, everybody will I get think... the meme they're at a exactly. different point yeah and the other streamers are doing it already like we're seeing it on disney plus we're seeing it on amazon and hulu with these weekly releases so it's like netflix it's time to get you know get with the rest of the group and you know give it a test even if people start to complain like we're going to tune in. Like, that's the key thing, yeah. especially with a show like Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, they will be We'll there. complain. But... <laughs> um, 
So, of course, those are, you know, our seven big shows for this month and shows and movies, I should say. I always divert back to to calling them shows just by like choice there. Um, So we've got Along for the Ride, Wing Empire Season 2, The Circle Season 4, The Lincoln Lawyer, Senior Year, Stranger Things Season 4, Volume Season 4, Volume 1 and A Perfect Pairing, our must-see titles for May. Uh, we've also got some good non-Netflix originals coming. We've got Outlander Season 5 drops across May, um, 42, Are You the One Season 6, Crazy Stupid Love, When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, uh, a quartet of Jackass films, and then the Rambo movies. So it's definitely like a mix of stuff coming across May. Something for everybody, pretty much. Good throwbacks. Yeah, I was looking. It really is. A, and a lot of I'm kind of surprised by how many rom-coms are coming in May because um, we've got some big ones with You've Got Mail, Crazy Stupid Love and When Harry Met Sally. And it's kind of just interesting that they like they didn't think to drop those in like February when everyone's wanting that kind of content. They made us wait until May. That's true. Bryce, if you're listening, make sure you add Crazy Stupid Love to your watch list. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside uh, joke. I need to add it to mine. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> I do. It's awful. Sometimes some of the movies and shows that I haven't watched, it's it's shameless. Cody, um, what are we going to do with you? I know. I'm gradually getting there, which, I mean, Stranger <laughs> Things, that's one that, you know, I know. I you're like, late who am to I to game. talk? I haven't even watched Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> well, no, I'm confessing. Like, I was late to the Stranger Things game, like, on my end. When it was on, I think it was just Overflow. Like, everywhere when that first season dropped, everywhere you looked was the cast everyone was talking about it. It was like, I became so jaded. I'm like, oh, the show, stop talking about it. Let me talk about something else for a minute. Because literally that's what everyone was talking about. And and I was late to the party and binge watched all three seasons after season three dropped. And I quickly like had to do an apology tour of like, <laughs> okay, I understand why you guys could not stop talking about this show. And then had to join the, the waiting party of for season four. And so... I definitely think there's no doubt that's going to be the biggest title of May. That's the one everyone's going to be talking about. That's the one we're going to be talking about a lot. Um, I just like that we have a nice variety um, to keep us busy in the weeks leading up to it. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Um, So before we sign off, it's time for our grades. I have been very cynical of Netflix these last couple weeks. Um, But I have to say, May's getting a strong A-plus from me. They gave me The Circle, they gave me a good new legal drama, some new rom-coms, and we're getting Stranger Things Volume volume 1, Season 4. I hate the volume <laughs> numbers, if you can't tell. I'm giving May a B, because this is the second consecutive May without Dead to Me. And I understand why. I really understand why. Like, not to get into it, but I understand why. But I'm still sad, and I want Dead to Me back. It'll be coming this year, but the second may without it yeah i'm curious i wonder if they'll sneak that in later in the year just to kind of help i always look at like the emmys and like do studios and and networks get strategic in their timing to kind of put different shows in competition with others because i know grace and frankie probably will make a last minute emmy run um also ozark and some other netflix shows i'm like do they want to give it some space maybe maybe yeah you're right probably wait till next emmy cycle but I want it. <laughs> I, trust me, I get that. There are so many shows. I'm like, like Outer Banks. Got to give a shout out to Outer Banks. Gosh, we, Outer Banks. Uh, we're heading into summer and don't know if we're going to get a season this summer. And that just makes me sad. We but, aren't. But Let's just take, note. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Retract my, my cynicism. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say, let's end on a high note and just like, we know Stranger Things coming. That'll keep us busy. Outer Banks, it's coming. We just don't know when yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't think of a better better note to end on that than, uh, than that. Like I said, a lot of exciting titles to look forward to this May. Definitely going to be keeping busy. Stay with Netflix Life for the latest on all of your Netflix favorites. Thanks as always, Reed, for dropping in and joining me. Had a blast talking about all the May releases with you. Same. Thank you for having me. Awesome. And that's it for today. Have a good one, everyone. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.